Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Getting you inside the cards. A pump of the fist from Adam Wainwright. This is Carragher and Smallman with cards pitcher Adam Wainwright. Wainwright's 23rd complete game of his career. Absolutely remarkable. On 101 ESPN. Welcome back to Carriker and Smallman on 101 ESPN on the heels of a 14-3 route of the Nationals last night. The Cardinals will wrap up the three-game series this afternoon, 12-15. Adam Wainwright against Joe Ross. It is Wednesday, and it's time for Wednesdays with Waino. Adam Wainwright joining us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And first of all, Adam, congratulations on the win last night. Good morning. And uh, I just want to know how you're feeling about the start to this season. Well, I think it's... uh we've done some good things and we've done some things that we could have done a lot better. I mean, we could, uh, could pitch a lot better. We could, we can hit a lot better. Frankly, we can, we can play better defense. We can, but we've had times where we did all those things, uh, well, uh, but we, we got to do better at all of them. And that's just part of the process. You know, it's uh, a season where we've, we've got a couple of young players out there they're finding their way and they're making adjustments and they're going to but it's you know it's a, it's a process it takes a little bit of time but uh i think last year's experience everybody getting lots of call-ups lots of time in important situations i think it's going to help them down the stretch we just got to find our way and and uh you know luckily we what are we five and five right now or something like that you know we it's just been a, a season of mediocrity so far, I would say. I don't think anybody would argue with that. I mean, am, am I on the right track there? I, I would say so. And I, I've always said, Adam, that it takes some time for teams to kick in. Uh, that team that won 105 games in 04 the year before you came up, they were 20 and 20, and they wind up winning 105 games. I think for most really good teams, it takes some time to gel and to just get everything to kick in. It does. I mean, it just – there's no better case of that than the Washington Nationals a few years back when they won the World Series. I think they were like 12 games under 500 at one point. Now, that's not obviously not where we want to be, where we expect to be, but it just shows you the, the beginning of the season is important. You want to get off to a great start, but it's also not the end-all, be-all. Adam, someone who's off to a great start is your longtime battery mate, Yadier Molina. He's becoming the first player to reach 2,000 games caught with one team. He's just ridiculous. And you've had a front row seat to Yadi's career. Can you explain to us just how dedicated Yadi is to the game of baseball? Uh, not in one interview, I can't. <laughs> I mean, he is, uh, he is unlike really anybody I've ever known in, in, in quite a few ways. But especially his love of baseball is just, I just don't know if you can compare it. You know, it's a guy who 
got done with the season last year, the playoffs, and was going to be a free agent for the first time in his life. And what did he do? He went home and sat on his haunches, right? No, he went and played winter ball. And he went and played in the Caribbean Series and almost won a World uh, Caribbean Series title and and uh, played the whole offseason, not because he had to. I mean, the guy's, you know, clearly made enough money in his career where he's, he's financially set, but it's because he loves the game of baseball. And uh, he wanted to stay sharp. And, you know, I think he knows he's only got a year or two left, maybe, maybe more. I don't Who knows? He might play till he's 70. But um, I think he wanted to get off to a great start. And I think he knew that he had to stay sharp to do that. And, and uh, he's going to make the – he's going to make – the adjustments necessary to be great. And I don't think we fully understand how great Yachty is. I, I mean, I, it's, it's hard to say that. But to know all the little things that he does to help win a game, it's really hard to comprehend. Um, unless you're there all the time, unless you're behind. The, I mean, I don't, I don't see every decision he makes. I don't see all the little conversations he has with Schulte and Mad Dog and all that. I know it's going on, though, and I know there's lots of it going on, and he's always got his mind on 12 different things to help the team win a baseball game. He just is a, he's a remarkable person uh, in many different ways, but he's, he's on the field a special talent and a guy who thinks above and beyond what most people are, are even, like, even capable of you know, coming close to. So just a special guy, special talent. St. City of St. Louis and our, our St. Louis Cardinals organization it's so blessed to have been able to, to to call him our catcher for as long as we have. Hopefully he stays in place for a few more years because he clearly has a lot left to give. He does. And you mentioned staying sharp. And I, I remember hearing during spring training you talking about how you felt physically, how you felt better than you'd felt in many years. Was there any adjustments that you made to your training regimen to allow you to feel so good physically? Yeah, there's been quite a few adjustments, honestly. Uh, I've got a couple of guys who – in our training staff who have really poured into me. One guy I want to mention, especially right now is a guy named Jason Shutt, who's our head of like player performance or something like that. I don't know what title he has, but he's, he's like specifically spent a lot of time with me And this off season. When I was a free agent, didn't have a team, you know, I, I still called him almost every day to figure out what my regimen was. And, and he did that just for me on the side, you know, just, didn't didn't matter to him whether I was going to be a cardinal or not. Hopefully, I was going to be, but he did it for me because he wanted to see me succeed, and that that goes into our diet plan. With our we got we got great dietitians on staff that that give us the best plan to put our body in the, the best position to succeed. We have you know strength trainers that that are putting out great design programs for each and every guy, but they, they all poured into me. The training staff all poured into me and my specific needs. Just, I, I can't even describe it. I mean, my, my career would have been over three or four years ago without question, without each and every single one of these people on staff. I, I just can't, I just can't thank them enough. They've just done so much for me. They're, 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 they're selfless people that spend hours and hours and hours just trying to make us perform better. And I just, you know, just every now and then you got to give them a little love. And that's what those guys did for me. That's amazing. Uh, Randy and I were talking about this today, how we don't understand how you and Yachty, who have gone through this for so long, can physically look so great and feel so great. You know, Tom Brady's come out with a TB12. We need an AW50 program or something. We need something where we can follow <laughs> along and try to stay as fit as you guys. Yeah, the, I mean, you know what? I, I honestly, I wish that I was doing half of the stuff that I do now when I was, 
30 years old. I, there's no telling how much better I would have played or how much better I would have felt, which would have allowed me to play better. I, I seriously, honestly, I feel better now than I did when I was 30. I feel better now. I have less aches and pains now than when I was 25 years old. And I, I, owe, I owe all of that to our training staff and to the people who poured into me. And just by the grace of God, because I, I really can't explain it otherwise. I felt, you know how I felt a couple of years ago. You saw me. I was out there throwing pus, throwing 83 miles an hour, just praying for somebody to line out somewhere, you know. And now, now I feel like <laughs> I might be pretty good at this game again. I know <laughs> I know, my first couple of starts may not have showed exactly how it's going, but in spring training, I'll tell you, I have not felt as, as dominant as I did in spring training. I've not felt like that since 2014. And there's no just, there's no denying it. So I have I have 100 um, percent confidence that my game is going to be really good this year. And I would all of the people who got helped me get me there. Adam Wainwright with us on 101 ESPN. And we spoke last Wednesday, and then last Thursday was the home opener. So we haven't had a chance to talk to you. Uh, with the fans coming back at this stage of your life and your career, what did you think of opening day at Bush Stadium last week? I thought it was awesome, and. You know what the, uh, the the fans? Even though we were what one third capacity, we had like fourteen or fifteen thousand people there. Even though they were at one third capacity, they were cheering at at absolute max capacity. It seemed like there was it seemed like there was at least thirty forty thousand people there. Just the way that they were getting into it, the way they were supporting us. I tell you what, man, that was and and maybe it's just because what we're used to, but just just having people back and 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 it's not just not just the roar of the crowd which is so special to us it's all the little things that comes with with having our great fans in the stands it's the smell of the hot dogs it's the popcorn it's the it's the onions that they get going on the on the grill to help you know fire up your nose so that you're going to go out there and buy some food we i know what they're doing it works you know and and uh it, it works and it it just all of it is what helps make baseball special and it's just great to have them back. You know, it really is in, in, in more ways than you can describe. But, you know, when when, uh, when I walk across the field right after the anthem and I start hearing those those fans kind of light up, go, start going crazy, that is one of the most special things that you could ever imagine as a performer who's been waiting to play this game my whole life, waiting to play in front of people, waiting to play on, on fields like Bush Stadium. To have the crowd just support you like that, pour their love out for you, their heart out for you. There was one point – Early in the game, when you know the first innings, when when uh, things could have gone, who knows how many different ways, and Dylan made that great catch at center. There was one lady I could hear above the first base dugout, and uh, she goes, "Wayno, please get it done. We believe in you." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, come on! I believe in me too. Let's go. We can do it." But you know, there was and the other the other moment I'll say, and then I'll stop talking, was there was a moment. I had bases loaded. I had a 2-0 count. Lorenzo Kane up to bat. And I stepped off the mound, and the crowd could feel that I, I needed a little something, like a little bump, you know, a little adrenaline, a little, just a little, like, pat on the back or something. And they gave it to me. They, they you could tell. I don't know if they felt it or they just, it just because they're so baseball savvy, they knew what was going on. But they go, they, they started going crazy. They stood up. They got on their feet. They started cheering like crazy, getting loud for the first time in 500 days that I've heard that. And 
it really helped me. I'll tell you, it, they, I, I, the next pitch I executed, I was like, all right, fans are in this. Let's go. Come on, we can do this. And it just just gives you a little extra adrenaline that you can't get anywhere else. It's really neat. I love that. That's such a great story because we feel that. If you're from St. Louis or if you're a part of the Cardinals organization, you know how special that environment is. And one of my favorite things, Adam, is when I have friends come in from out of town and I get to take them to Bush Stadium for the first time because I know what they're going to experience. And it's fun for me to watch them experience that. So when I hear after the game, you say that Nolan Arenado had been sending videos to you of him hitting to show Mo and just really illustrating how badly he wanted to be here. How cool was it for you to see him get that first Cardinal moment? Yeah. And I gotta, I gotta make sure how I, I phrase that properly too. Cause I'll get, I'll get Mo in trouble for tampering if I don't watch out, but <laughs> you know, Mo, Nolan sends me videos all the time. The off season. Hey, get me over there, man. Get me over there. And uh, it, it, it's just really neat how players of his caliber, they want to come here because, you know, when they make diving plays and our fans get up on the stand, on their feet in the stands and cheer for them when they're on the opposing team, you don't think the other teams notice that? Oh, heck yeah, they do. And he wanted to come here, and I just appreciate that so much. But, um, yeah, I, I just got to be careful because that, that, that's something that, you know, no one sends me the videos. I send Mo a text say, hey, your boy's sending me sending these videos. So it's, it's pretty neat, man. It's uh, it's pretty cool that, that players want to come here. It's, 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 it's no secret that we have the best fans in all of sports. Um, it's no secret that, that we have uh, a fan base that travels. You know, when, when we go to Colorado, no one saw that. Shoot, we had – thousands of people there cheering us on he wants to be a part of that he wanted to be a part of that so many people want to be a part of that and that's just excited to see and and i'm glad to hear that too because that's what i tell people i'm like dude you've got to come here man we would love to have you you know and, and then uh, when they get here and they see how cool it is that i think they agree too Adam Wainwright and Big League Impact always doing great work and i, I got the email from you and the foundation uh, right on opening day and what Big League Impact does is amazing, and especially, Adam, on the heels of the pandemic as we come out of this, the need is greater now than it ever really has been for people around the world for what Big League Impact can do, isn't it? The need is, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's not just our country. I mean, this, this pandemic has been horrible for, for our country, obviously. There's so many people who are out of jobs, so many people who aren't going to school, and so many small businesses shut down. There's so many people that, that are in need. But, you know, around the globe, it's no different. And for places that already were faced with situations of poverty, to have what little they had taken away, it just is a it's, – it's, it's backbreaking. And so anything that we can do at Big League Impact to, to go out into the world and make a difference to people that we love them, that we care for them, that we're here for them, that we're going to try to help, we're going to try, hey, what is it that you need? Okay, we'd love to try to fit that need. You know, if it fits into our, if it fits into our, uh, into our model. So, uh, there's lots of people, lots of players jumping on board. They're seeing the impact we're having. There's lots of players. Uh, there's lots of people in the St. Louis community. They're jumping on board. They're seeing the impact we're having. We're working with great St. Louis-based organizations, Crisis Aid, and and Operation Food Search, and all kinds of wonderful organizations. So. It's a cool thing, man. I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm, I'm glad that what we started several years ago has really caught fire. Our, our staff at Bigley Impact is a real difference maker. There are people who are put on this earth to help people in, in, in nonprofit situations like we have right now. It's a staff that is growing um, internally as we need to because we have to because we're, we're trying to fill so many needs. 
it's just a great process to be a part of, and I feel blessed to do that. And Carriker and Smallman making a $200 donation to Big League Impact to help out what Adam is doing here and around the world. Uh, we're thankful to have you as part of the community, thankful to have you as part of the show, Adam. Go get them today against the Nationals. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, and if uh, just one, one quick thing, we're, want, we're launching our all-win campaign on our website. So you can go to bigleagueimpact.org. And check out our all-win campaign. Every time the Cardinals win a baseball game, we're going to have several players playing for different initiatives. Um, Tommy Edmonds going to be playing for public schooling here in, in St. Louis. Paul Goldschmidt's playing for uh, uh, Food for the Hungry. And then I'll be playing for Crisis Aid and Operation Food Search here in St. Louis. So we're going to be doing some cool things. Check it out on BigLeagueImpact.org. BigLeagueImpact.org. And uh, I will check that out right now and uh, start my donations. Adam, thank you very much. Take care. All right. Thanks, guys. Adam Wainwright, he's going today against the Nationals at the ballpark at 12.15, and that's Wednesdays with Wayno. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.